Hey, it's Dudley Rutherford from Godly Goosebumps. I am the senior pastor of Shepherd Church. If you're ever in the greater Los Angeles area, we'd love to have you come visit our church. You can locate us at shepherdchurch.com, shepherdchurch.com. And also we have a website called liftupjesus.com where you can go watch all the the sermons. That's called liftupjesus.com. But this is Godly Goosebumps. It's a podcast that we shoot right here in our church. I've got in the church who actually drew uh, the wall that is behind me. And here at Godly Goosebumps, we tell stories. And we interview people, and sometimes they're Bible stories, sometimes they're testimonies. Uh, today is a little bit of a combination of someone giving their testimony and me interviewing them. Uh, several years ago... Uh, the great boxer Manny Pacquiao attended our church while he was in L.A. training for his fights. And some people may or may not know this, but he literally would have a chapel when he's training every single night at his house. But whenever there's a fight in Las Vegas or in we did one in uh, Macau, uh, we did one in Australia, he would always have me come in, and we would have a chapel each and every night, and uh, like the week leading up to his fight. And anybody could come. So the crowd would usually be small at first, and it just continues to grow. And by the time the fight got there, we would have a large uh, crowd of people. But it was important for Manny, even uh, the night before he would fight, that we would have chapel. And uh, he just gave me a green light uh, to preach. And I will never, ever be able to thank him enough uh, for that honor and for that privilege because I really do think we touched a lot of people's hearts and lives. They would come to the chapel just to see him, uh, but uh, in the process, they'd, ha they'd get to hear a sermon uh, that I would preach uh, from the Word of God. And uh, what happened was uh, several years ago, before one of his fights, he was in town training, and I asked if we could interview him in church, and he agreed to do so. And last week, we played, we played the first part of that interview. And today, for our story, uh, part two, we want to share some more of this interview at our West uh, L.A. campus uh, this interview that we did uh, with Manny Pacquiao. And it's a story of how God reached out and grabbed someone's life uh, that was really in, 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 in one of, he's in the prime of his life, but really a worldly, uh, ungodly man. But like God reached the life of Saul and, and turned him into Paul and being a great servant of God, that's what God did to Manny. I also think of this, uh, these stories in Luke chapter 15, the parable of the lost sheep, the parable of the lost coin, and the parable of the lost son, how God seeks after that person who's lost, and all he wants is for that person uh, to come home. And in the course of this interview, you will see how God speaks, leads, calls, Manny, I just want you to hear his story. And uh, again, this is an interview that we did uh, here in church, but I'm sure it will be a blessing to you as you listen to it or watch it here at Godly Goosebumps. Uh, so enjoy this, this part two of this interview with the great boxer, Manny Pacquiao. My dream is to focus as a politician. That old politician is corrupt, so... I don't want to be like them. 
I want to serve people honestly. Mr. Speaker, my dear colleagues, ladies and gentlemen, good afternoon. The victory over Margarito, the eighth championship belt in the different weight division, is not mine alone. It belongs to every Filipino. The Filipino people have shown once more to the world that a Filipino can excel a world-class arena because of hard work, dedication, and faith in God Almighty. As your colleague, let me thank our President, His Excellency Benigno Aquino, because of his promise that he will help the province of Sarangani build its first public hospital. One of the flagship of many, as a congressman, is the promise to his people to give them a hospital. The province has been there for quite some time, and we don't have a public hospital. So this is a promise that was made to the people and a promise that shall be done by Manny Pacquiao. I have a responsibility to serve people, to give back what God gave to me. A lot of people are saying that Manny Pacquiao will become a resident of Malacanang. It's the White House of the Philippines. I think it will happen. I guess my first question is, uh, do you have higher approval ratings than our congressman here in America? <laughs> uh, tell, tell us why you went into politics. Um, I, entered, I entered to politics, but you know, before that, every after my fight, I go back to, to my place and giving, um, help them buy a rice and, and giving them money, you know. Uh, divide it every um, five kilos of rice and then noodles, sardines, and give it to each family and giving money. That's what I did every fight. Okay. Before politics. Okay. And then, and then, and, uh, after that, when I realized that somebody is uh, encouraging me to uh, to enter politics, but I told them, I don't like politics. There's a lot of you know corrupt politicians. You know, I don't like politics. And then, and then, but you know, the more I'm helping people, the more um, you know, a lot of people uh, line up in, in my play, in my in my house outside, and, and need help, you know, asking for help and like that. And I'm, I'm, yeah. One day I'm, I was thinking that you know, if I enter to politics, you know, there's some money in, in government that should be go back to the people. Amen. That's, that's, amen. That's uh, that's what I'm thinking, and then. And that's how I, I entered to politics, and uh, now I'm serving honestly, with, you know, with the guidance of God, and that's my legacy in life. After my life here in this world, is I serve people honestly, no corruption, even because 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 God blessed me so much, beyond of my expectation, beyond of my imagination, that the, the blessings that He gave it to me more than that I can imagine before. Mm. And that's, you know, 
what, what I'm trying to do is to serve people, to help them because I feel what they're feeling because I've been there in that, in, in that situation. Amen. Amen. How do, you, how do you juggle the responsibility of being a politician, the responsibility of being a husband, of a father to your children, and then the boxing? It seems like that's an impossible schedule. How do you, how do you balance you know, all that? Um, God is good um, all the time because uh, uh, we just time management. Uh, I have my family. My, my wife, is, um, she doesn't really like politics. But I, you know, I encourage her to, to help me to serve people. And that's why she's a vice governor. She's a vice governor. She's a vice governor. So, so uh, Jinky, would you mind standing just so we could uh, welcome you here today? Jinky, would you please welcome her? So, so she's a vice governor. Manny's, Manny's a congressman. Uh, in the future, uh, who, who would make a better president, you or Jinky? Who would be better? Uh, <laughs> who'd be a better president? The president in the house. <laughs> <laughs> the president of the house, right there. <laughs> in our house. <laughs> oh, that, that's too funny, man. <laughs> um, and, and, and 10 years from now, 10 years from now, where will you be as far as your life? Uh, boxing might be over, but where will you be 10? Where do you, where do you see 10 years from now? Where, where will you be? 10 serving? years from now, serving the Lord. Spreading the word of God. Amen. That's the most important thing. And then, uh, and of course, helping people. Okay, and today, go ahead, you clap for that. It's good. So we, we come really to the most important thing today, and uh, that is uh, several years ago, just, just a few years ago, uh, you became a Christian where you truly gave your life uh, over to God. Uh, I'd like to have you explain uh, to those folks here exactly what happened. How did you become a Christian? What does it mean to be a Christian in, in, your, in your words? You know, in my life, um, the fame that I achieve in life, and I'm, I'm young, um, there's a, a, you know, problem in our family because the fame goes to my head and, you know, I know how to gamble, I know how to, um, to drink, and, and um, a lot of girls womanizing like that. And, you know, I accept that because um, that's, that's, that's the old Manny Pacquiao. I mean, uh, we, but, but when, when I realized, you know, on that time, I, I, I believed to myself that, you know, I, I know God. I believe God, and I'm praying. I always praying every day. You know, at least not not less than five times a day. I'm praying, and then I'm after praying. You know, go going to to my friends and drinking and gambling like that. And then when uh, we have a problem, and when I realize everything and I'm reading the Bible, you know, we will explain it. Uh, later in, the, in, in, our, in, in, in our conversation, how God transformed me as a, a, a real uh, servant of God, a real uh, follower of God. Because I thought I'm, I'm, I'm a Christian, but you know, I'm just, uh, I'm just deceiving myself that I'm claiming that I'm Christian, but the truth is I just know God, but not believing God. Mm. 
You know, my life before, <clears throat> always fighting with my wife, and my wife and I, you know, if you know the story in, in, our, in, in our family, we almost uh, uh, break up, just uh, we don't talk each other, just her lawyer and my lawyer all just, just has a conversation. We, we, we understand, yeah. we understand. <laughs> and then and that's, that's the time, you know, uh, there's a lot of problem, even we have, we have money, this is still not enough, I mean, it's empty. It's empty. That's how I, 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 I found Jesus and decided to, to follow God. All right. Let's, let's thank the Lord for that. Manny, Manny actually had a conversion experience, and I want to show the next clip. It kind of gives his testimony of what happened to him. And uh, then Jen, Jenki talks for a little bit. I want, to, I want you to see this, and then I have a couple questions about this, about this clip. I was in a jungle. I saw the light brighter than the sun. It penetrates my bones and my body. I heard God's voice. He said to me, um, son, why you, why you leave me? Why you away from me? I woke up and when I touched my hair, hair in my, in my pillow, it's too wet. Wait, so it's true, I'm crying. I told him, you have to leave all the, the worldly things. So, the gambling, the, the, the having a, you know, being unfaithful, so all of that. So, you have to change that. I told him that you are now a new creation of God, a new, a new man, a changed man. So, you better, Leave those things. <laughs> yeah, I have a casino and I, I sold it, and I have a bar. I sold it also, and I stopped drinking, stopped, you know, good times with the, the friends like that, and I stopped um, gambling, everything. I want to perfectly follow, follow God's commandment. I hope or I believe that they're gonna, gonna push through to become a, a good creation of God, a good person to the people, like a good husband, um, a good father to his children. And that's it. That's for the family. Like, yeah, for the family. It's true. It's real. So that's why I was. That's why I'm blessed. You know, I grew up in boxing. I love boxing. But maybe one more fight and that's it. After the fight of Mayweather, win or lose, last fight. Of course, we're, we're gonna win. But after Mayweather, yeah. I, I get emotional watching that. That, um, you know, when Jenki's talking to you, you can see her heart, that she loves you, and she, you can see that she wants you to do the right thing. And she's like, she's like the rock, you know, in your life. When you, when you see that, when you see her and that emotion, 
What, what, what comes to your mind? With my wife, when my wife hurt, I'm also hurt. I, I can feel that in his heart, in, his, in her heart. And, you know, I love my family. She, she told you, and, and I know you know this, uh, I've, I've heard you talk about it, where you have to, you know, she told you you've got to leave the things of this world. And all over this room, uh, and sitting outside and watching online, are people who are chasing the very things you were chasing. And they, they believe that these things bring happiness. And you had this conversion experience where God completely transforms you what would you say to someone sitting out here, a man or some guy, he didn't really care about the Lord, he just came because you're a boxing fan, he's a, he's a fan of yours. What would you say to someone here today who is just living in the world? What would you say to encourage them to, to give their life to the Lord and to, and to let go of those things? What would you say, having been there? All I can say to them is, uh, you better know Jesus, you know, have Jesus in your lives, especially to the family. Because without Jesus in your life, um, you know, your, your life is not complete. You know, only Jesus can, can complete your everything, satisfaction, and, and that's how, you know, me and my wife, we understand each other because we have Jesus. We have the love of God every day, and, you know, no, not money or you cannot, you know, uh, compare my, our happiness right now. And what would you say, go ahead, go ahead. What would you say, the, the people that are chasing the things of this world, they, they believe that those things are better than serving the Lord. That if they gave it up, it, you're giving up nothing to receive the greatest gift that has ever been given, right? Yeah. You know, for me, it's a... Um, in, in my age, I can still, you know, go, you know, gratifying the desires of the flesh, and you know, indulge the whatever I want. I'm young. I'm, you know, I'm I'm popular, but you know, I decide to to follow Jesus because of my of what I have experienced in life. That uh, all I all I experience, you know, you cannot turn back from God. You know, you can you cannot. Uh, Turn back from God and you know, indulge your your the desires of your flesh and in this in this world. But if you have Jesus, you know you know where you're going. You know you don't you don't scare you don't scare whatever happened because we don't know what is tomorrow. Maybe tomorrow your 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 life will be demanded. And then where are you going after your life here? Mm. I mean that's the, the, the that's the main point. And me and my wife and my family, I want them to be with me, um, to, be G to be with Jesus mm. after our Amen. life. Amen. You, you, seem, you seem like such a humble man, which is very contrary to someone who has so much fame. How, how, did, how, did, how do you maintain humility or humbleness when everything is thrown at you? Here's the thing, because, you know, the Lord's heart is want us to be humble, you know. Uh, the, the Lord Jesus, I always remember that in my mind, that when Jesus said, unless my fathers draws them to me. So, enable to that, 
the father will draw you into his son. You have to humble yourself before God so that the, the, the father give you conviction to draw to his son. So that's, that's, uh, if you don't know how to humble yourself, you, know, you, you, can, you can follow God but in your thoughts, but not in your heart. Amen. Amen. <laughs> oh, what a story. What a story. What a story. Listen, I don't want to leave you hanging, but there's one more part of this interview that you've got to stay tuned for the next episode that drops. I want to thank Manny Pacquiao for letting me interview him in, in church. Never, I've never met a man in his position that has such a love for God and a hunger for the Word of God and who desires to be used of God. I remember one chapel, room was full, he called me over. I don't even know if he remembers this, but I actually have a picture that someone took, and he's, he's whispering in my ear, and I remember verbatim what he said to me. He said, Dudley, this is my plan. My plan was to get as many people in here as we possibly can and to share the gospel with them. He goes, that's the plan. And so I hope that this interview has blessed you as this is really an extension of his prayer and his dream is that all people would be saved. And of course, God is the one who changed his life. And so I hope you enjoyed this and just know that whoever you are, no matter how far away you are, have drifted away from God, that God is still pursuing you. All the changes and all the things that God has done in his life to turn him around and for him to be a vessel uh, to, to reach others uh, for the kingdom of God, God wants to do that exact same thing in your life. It's not that we need famous people. It's just that when you see God move in their life, and it's real, and it's genuine, then you can also know that God can do the exact same thing in your life. So hopefully... For someone, if you would share this story, for someone, it's going to bless them. And uh, we don't know the power of the internet, how how things get out. They crawl out, you know, like a web, worldwide web. Uh, but please hit the share button and uh, post this, repost it, so that other people can be blessed by this powerful testimony. And join us on the next episode as we'll cover the third and final installment of the story of the great Manny Pacquiao and how God is using him uh, in a mighty, mighty way. Thank you for being with us here today on Godly Goosebumps. <laughs>